Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode two of Crisis in America. I'm your host, Jack Killian. Uh, today, the discussion topics will be um, things that happened in the news. Uh, we'll address again today some of the Afghanistan issues. And we will uh, touch upon the uh, COVID-19 crisis also we have in America. And we will get in depth why we are in these situations that we are in. Well, today uh, I was looking through the news and I found... A uh, article uh, came from New Zealand, believe it or not. And basically the story read, uh, Six people stabbed by a terrorist and the New Zealand police uh, neutralized the situation. When we look at things like this and we say United States left Afghanistan and now they're starting to attack you have to wonder when it's going to uh, escalate to other countries. It's only a matter of time that the UK, France, Western countries, United States, etc. are going to be victims of another hit of, domestic, of uh, foreign terrorism. And this could have been preventable to a degree. We haven't had attacks like this in a long time. We destabilized Afghanistan by leaving. The history of yesterday is the history of today. If we would have looked at Vietnam as a model, the South Vietnamese army, they didn't even fight the North Vietnamese when they were coming into Saigon. They took their uniforms off and they fled for their lives. Fast forward to 2021, over 50 years, and we see the same thing. When the Afghan army was being trained, we knew the quality of a troop that we were training. They would leave their guns laying on the floor during training on a break. They would smoke marijuana. Uh, majority of them were illiterate. Uh, one soldier was heard saying that when it came to graduation, when they pushed them through, um, they didn't even know how to hold a diploma up the right way and read their names. They were reading it upside down. This, unfortunately, is a culture that's beyond repair. I don't even think with a missionary, uh, this could be um, turned around in Afghanistan, and I'll tell you why. Afghanistan needs a lifetime babysitter. This country is a child that has never grown up or never will grow up. It's going to need assistance forever. By leaving Afghanistan, we not only 
opened up a training ground for ISIS-K, Al-Qaeda, and the Taliban, which all work together. Trust me, they do. Because they all have one enemy in common, the United States. If you have two enemies and one foe in common, you will join together with an agreement. United States is not that bright what we have in this current administration. The sad part about the whole thing is, and I have to tell you, is that what we are seeing is just the tip of the iceberg. Today, a stabbing in New Zealand, six people. What's going to be tomorrow? A suicide bomber somewhere in the world? And the beautiful part about being a politician in the United States is they have immunity. They are not responsible for what anything happens if they make a mistake. Think about it. You could be careless and not have to take responsibility. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It's like telling a child molester or a serial killer, you could go out and have at it and not worry about a thing. You have immunity. You can't be prosecuted or sued. Checks and balances for human beings, also the so-called leaders of the United States, must have boundaries. And they always overstep their boundaries. And when they step, they step on you, me, the citizen. They put our lives in danger. They tell us we can't carry anything for protection. Uh, we have to uh, rely on 911. In my last segment, I mentioned it only takes three seconds from the time someone pulls a gun out, fires it, and you're dead. How long to wait for a police car? I once heard someone say, I carry a, a, a Glock 9mm because it's lighter than carrying a cop around on my back. They take their same tax dollars and they and they enjoy your money that they confiscate. Taxation is really confiscation of your money. And I want to say, they take that money and it goes towards their security details, their lifestyles, their clothes. You basically go to work to support them and yourself. But by you supporting yourself, you get bare minimum. They give you enough so you're able to eat, sleep, clothe yourself, only to go back to work. Look at places where you work currently. A lot of them don't have a retirement if it's not a civil service job. They give you a 401k plan. So not only are you a slave for the government, you're a slave for the rich man that owns your corporation. 
You'll put money away, they'll add a little bit to it. But let's face reality, the way inflation is going, by the time you're ready to retire, Social Security may not be around because they gave it away to foreign aid, bringing more people in. And I'm not saying don't bring people in that need help. However, if you can't take care of your own people, how can you take care of others? Which is another blatant lie. They do have money to take care of the American people. Look at California, fast forward. It's the capital of the homeless. If you think about all these things and you add them up, it comes to one thing. You, the American citizen's life, is in danger every day of your life. And you live one step away from joining the colony of the homeless that has been around for over 60 years in the United States. Think, we gave aid for over 60 years to foreign countries. We put money into projects that failed. And we could have gave a good portion of that money to people that are homeless, affordable housing, people that work and they really can't make it. Today I heard something that was very uh, disheartening. A woman works 40 hours a week a manager of a bank and has to work a side job at Home Depot so she can make the rent. Otherwise, she couldn't afford it. You know, when I was growing up, people had a bank job. They were able to have a family, have a pro you know their own private home, and at very least rent an apartment. Our government has stripped us, has taken away what's due us. And you, the American people, aid and abet them by voting. Yes, aiding and abetting your foes. That's like rewarding the Taliban and voting for them for president after they killed 13 Marines. We have an election system that's so antiquated on how we do it that the checks and balances supposedly that are in place could be infiltrated in any direction. If it was a, a colony of rats trying to get into a pantry of food, they would have no problem getting in. We've seen that already. I won't get into that. But we know we know what I'm talking about. If you have a voting system that could be swayed in any way, uh, basically, it's very disheartening. You can't trust the government. So when we look at this terrorist attack, we ask ourselves, not if it's going to happen again, it's when it's going to happen. But you want to know when. you got to be on high alert now. Packages, um, suspicious people, 
they tell you it's racist if you uh, profile people, but uh, it's okay to uh, look at an 80-year-old, 90-year-old woman and search them on suspicion of carrying a device in terrorism. But we won't look at the other side of the line that uh, fit the profile. Okay. All right. Politically correctness is for you, the American citizen, not for the one making the rules of the game. You see, the beautiful thing about being a politician is you could sit there all day, stuff your money with slave money, slave which you, the American citizen, they called it taxing, which is really confiscation. And you take all the risks. You take all the risks. Your family takes the risk. Your children takes the risk. Let's move over to COVID-19. Some people say it's real. Some people say it's real, but it's being played up. Some people... To go as far as to say that it's non-existent. I say to all those people, do you really want to test that theory? Do you really want to go down that road? If you ever get sick, you could croak. I would rather assume this thing is as big as a giant that could touch the moon with one finger. Because we're talking about death. With death... One mistake, you can't erase it and play game over again and uh, try and win. So we have to be smart about this. We have to look at this. Let's address COVID-19. We have a vaccine that's readily available, which is actually a treatment because it wears off. You could uh, contract COVID-19, but not severely, so they tell us. And we move to the, um, basically weary of it. You know, we're, we're very, very weary of it. And why are we? Well, we have a government that lies. We look at Afghanistan, what happened, how they bumbled and continue to lie and don't take responsibility. And... Just the other day when the president, the so-called president of the United States, went to see the caskets being unloaded off the plane in Delaware, he was caught looking at his watch. Now, I don't have to tell you, leaving Americans over in Afghanistan shows the total disregard for human life. Do you think they really care about you if the vaccine is not dangerous for you? Or uh, or there's a slight risk. I don't know. I can't tell you either way if it's good or bad. Because I would be lying to you. But the normal everyday person on the street, which is you and I, is going to be skeptical. How can you trust a lawyer? How can you trust someone that committed fraud? Okay? Or pickpocketed you. Okay? They tainted their reputation by their own hand. You know, I don't know about you, but when I look at people's actions, I judge them based upon what I see their actions, not what they tell me, by their actions. Is an old saying, actions speak louder than words. Even though the FDA approved this vaccine, 
basically it's experimental. The only reason why the FDA approved this drug was because they're under pressure from the politicians. And I'll tell you why. It's been reported that three doctors from the CDC, no correction, two doctors from the CDC, I repeat, two doctors from the CDC, I made a mistake, they resigned. It was due to, they felt, that the COVID-19 booster is not necessary at this time. And they're getting political pressure to uh, say otherwise think about it so they resigned but they didn't come out and they didn't say anything to the media and what media outlet is actually going to repeat this the COVID-19 vaccine is a taboo when it comes to saying it might not be good for you it might be dangerous I don't agree with it I'm skeptical about the vaccine because out of a million doctors in the world Not one doctor talks bad about it. Why? I don't know. You could have the most perfect medicine or treatment or medical device or vehicle, anything. And there'll always be pros and there'll be cons. But we always hear about the good stuff about it. What about the bad? I want to know about the bad. When they release the bad... Is it watered down? Is it things left omitted? You know, we just had a governor that cooked the books in New York. He omitted 12,000 deaths uh, from the actual total in New York State during the pandemic. Could we really trust government? How they talk around things? Can we trust a government that left American citizens to die by fanatics? That'll kill you on sight? Hang you from a helicopter propeller? In the name of God? Which in reality, they're not religious. They rape women and children. They murder. That's not a religion. It's not. They're evil. Okay? They're basically criminals and killers. And pedophile rapists. But they hide under the flag of religion. You know, I could take a Bible, run around with it, and commit crimes and rape and do all these things. Does that make me a religious man? No. So when we look at the vaccine, we have to ask ourselves a few questions. First, I want to start off by saying, I am not here to tell you to take it or not to take it. I'm giving you my view. And if it makes sense, fine. And if it doesn't make sense, that's fine, too. My advice to you would be do the research on the vaccine, much as you can. Um, At that point, when you feel you got enough information, then you go with the the game plan. Will you or won't you take it? Are you going to wait for the second generation of the drugs to come out? My other question is, concerning the vaccine when the variants keep changing how much potion do you, could your body take with all these these boosters they call it a booster is really just another dose of the vaccine it's not some miracle 
you know, booster that's different from anything you took eight months ago. And then when the variant does change, which it will, it's inevitable because people are not unified in protecting themselves. Everybody has a difference of opinion, and that's why America's in peril, and we're in crisis today. What are we going to do? Get another potion that's stronger? How much could the body take? You know, it's like taking alcohol and drinking for a week. You know, eventually there's a thing called alcohol poisoning at a certain level. You know, I've seen people that drank so much that when they did the uh, breathalyzer on them or the doctors did bloods on them because they were unconscious, they said they were running around with uh, four times the normal limit and they were close to death. Well, you know, too much of anything is no good. How much potion can you get jabbed in your arm? We caught the government in lies already. It's it's right there in front of you. Okay? They rolled up their sleeve in front of everybody on TV. And they got an injection. Injection of what? Saline solution? Water? We don't know. Could have been the vaccine. Couldn't have been the vaccine. Could we trust them? Politicians have a long history of lying. Unfortunately. Any government. But we're speaking about the United States right now. But all governments have one thing in common. Self-interest. Confiscate your money. Call it taxation. And they do what they want. And they resent us. They look down on us. They only use you for a vote. And to take your tax dollars. That's where it begins. That's where it ends. Uh, and if they can keep you stupid so their political ratings could go up. And trust me, there's a lot of people out there that are not too bright. And with evidence, they can't see it. So, you're on the edge of the fence. You're scared of the COVID-19. You're scared of the vaccine. And now you're getting anxiety. And, and you know, it, it's sad. It really is. It's not easy. And I feel for you, because I'm in the same boat you are. But you know what? If your gut tells you don't do it, then don't do it. But if you're not going to take the vaccine, you better wear a mask. And it better not be the surgical mask or the cloth, because that does not work. Doctors know it and everything. That's why they use N95s. But again, the government lets you wear a cloth mask or a surgical mask, and they go, ah, we know it doesn't work. You know, when you see Biden with a mask on, the cloth, you know, there's an N95 underneath there, at the very least. Or maybe the material that uh, is used in the government officials' masks are impregnated with some something that's permeating it that has the same coating as an N95. You could take something with cloth and dress it up with the material from the N95 and put it over your face. Just think about that for a minute. It's like wearing a bulletproof vest. You just can't see it. It looks like a cloth mask, but it's really, you know, bulletproof in the sense of the virus getting in. Again, your tax dollars used to protect them, but not everybody else. You know, one thing about Israel, they all work together. And 
if there's things to combat something, they give it to the whole population. Because the government is smart to know that without the people, they're nothing. See, United States has the uh, privilege of having people that are dumb because they water down uh, public education, which is really government education run. And they don't, they, they rig that education for your kids. So they're bound to fail but keep afloat, and their kids go to a better school. Ask yourself, why do they live in gated communities, politicians? Why do their kids go to different schools than your kids? Because they don't want their children mingling with yours. You're the common people. They are the same snooty people you used to see on TV shows that look down on, on the basic human being. Make no mistake. Okay? They're not your friend. If they were your friend, we wouldn't be going through this right now. They have the audacity after hundreds of thousands of Americans died of COVID-19 that it was released from said sending country. As I said before in my previous podcast, they destroyed the evidence. That's enough for me to know that they're guilty. It was intentionally done. You know, when the police raid a drug house, what do they do the first thing? They try and flush the evidence down the toilet so they can't be prosecuted. But people with the politically correctness are getting other people killed, and other people are you and I and your loved ones. So don't be angry in a sense that they let you down because you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming. You knew history repeated itself. You vote for a Democrat for eight years only to have everything reversed by a Republican or when the Democrat gets in, he reverses or she reverses what the uh, Republican did. So basically in any election, you take 100 steps ahead and then you move back 100 steps only to be back in the same hole you were in. Think about it. You're crawling out of a hole and they kick you down on the rope. Your power is in your vote. If you hold your vote, they're finished. They need that. But the only way to bring them to their knees is everyone has to work as a unit. But they come up with these parties Define Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal. Sure, it's a party. They call it a party. It's not a party because they're a group. It's a party because they're having a party on you. Your money. Do you realize that your vote makes them live better than you can ever imagine? When they go flying from one state to another, they would never get on a common commercial carrier. They have their own planes or they charter a plane private. And the conditions of those planes are better than the commercial ones. Maintain better, better food, better service. The safety rate on those planes are even better. Okay? Their pilots are of a higher experience class. 
But you, the little people, just heard on the train. Heard on the train. We're taking you to a nice place. Doesn't that sound familiar? I know it sounds familiar to me. I heard that in 1941. His name was Adolf Hitler. And one thing he had in common with the United States government, but he was only one person. He had no regard for human life for the people. Adolf Hitler also lied to the German people, put him into a war that should never have been innocent people killed, all for his agenda. And when you examine the history of the Nazi party, uh, his speeches, he would use his hands like a conductor in an orchestra to bring the people up to, you know, make it like it's something big. He spoke, he spoke. Think about it. Think about it. Maybe they're not putting you on a train bound to death. But in a way they are, because they're putting you on a train you can't see, but you're walking. You're walking in COVID-19. By being skeptical about taking the virus, a hesitant could get you killed. Okay. Because you hesitate and you get infected and you die. That's on the hands of the United States government because you can't trust them. They've proven that. Or then there's the other side of the people that are told, take it, take it, take it. And they believe and they go and they take it. You know, Jim Jones in 1978 in Jonestown, Guyana, they had blind faith to follow as they all drank the Kool-Aid. Look it up, Jonestown. Suicide, mass suicide. Because they believed he was God. You know, when you make your government your God, you just gave up your rights not only as a human being, but you gave your life to them. And no human being has that right to take someone else's life, to enslave them, or blind faith them, or gaslight them. Words mean things, people. I match up with everything they say, and I look around me at the results. And when I look around me, I don't see change. Or maybe I do, but I see it changing for the worse, not the better. If we keep going down the path we're going with the virus, whether it be fictitious, whether it be not as bad, whether it be really bad and they're not telling you, this thing's going to mutate to a level where no vaccine will work, just like HIV, and who knows if it'll be treatable, but it might be, but you'll have to wear a mask for the rest of your life, and the question is, I have, because I don't know, how strong is this virus going to get? Is it going to get to a point where you open the window and you breathe in the air from the street and you die instantly? I don't know, but I'll tell you if it is, your government is going to have, they're probably working on it now. Shelters for the rich and shelters for the politically uh, hooked up that have filtra filtration systems. You don't think they're working on things now? So while you're all above ground dying from a virus... They're breathing in good air? Think about it. Not a conspiracy theory, it's a reality. They have so much money. They could build a space station a million miles long in space. 
again, with your tax dollars, which they really confiscate. Okay? I'm not anti-government, but you know what? I'm anti-don't lie to me. Okay? And I've seen lies. Lie after lie. I watched during the uh, the uh, the political interviews with the reporters when they're questioning them about, let's say, Afghanistan. They evade, 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 evade. We can't answer that. It's classified. It's sensitive. Really? Really? When you keep something from someone, let's say the house is on fire and you wake nobody up, they're going to die. But in this case, not by they, it isn't that they're not waking you up. They're just not telling you. It's the same theory. It's leading to your demise, people. It's leading to your demise. Air China just released today. They are going to cut down their flights to the United States up until 2023 because the virus is so high here. Do they know something we don't know about this virus? Think about it. We still have Air China flying in here at a JFK airport and LAX, etc. And they come in late at night with flights. Should we trust the country that sent the virus here and destroyed the evidence and let their people out to travel to Europe? And then we got it by way of Europe the other way around? It may have not have been directly sent here, the COVID-19. It just took the longer route to get here. It went around the world to get here. So we get a lot of European tourists. You don't have to get people from said country to bring them in here. Use your minds. And I say to those people that are protecting and being politically correct to said country, this will affect you too someday. Your money won't help you. Because COVID-19 does not discriminate. That's the beautiful thing about it. It's like a neutral liberal. It loves conservatives. It loves the rich. It loves the poor. It loves everyone. It treats everyone the same way. And it comes to the point I'm trying to make. When you die, I have never seen a Brinks truck. In a funeral procession. Think about it. All the money you have. Everything you own. It doesn't come with you. At the end. Your fate is. A last ride in a hearse. Two men on each side of the grave. With two straps. Lowering you down slowly. If you're poor. See, the rich have the ones that take it down automatically. That, by the way, you pay for with your tax dollars. But then the dirt goes over the same way. It's not different dirt. It's not where you're going to be able to come back if you're rich. You'll be no more and you'll be forgotten. And your friends will go on and your family will take the money that you left and they're going to enjoy themselves. And your wife will probably be with some other rich guy. And she'll make donations and her name to causes. And you'll just be no more. Think about that. So by protecting the enemy, you're harming yourself. I say to doctors, if you have any information regarding this uh, vaccine, and you know it to be very good, or you know, well, we heard about 
being very good. If you have any information to say otherwise, step up to the plate. Step up to the plate. Because if it isn't good and people die, do the math. They're dying of COVID-19 and they're dying from a vaccine. You just doubled the death rate. Okay? Can't hide from a vaccine once it gets stuck in your arm. But again, I'm not telling you not to take it or take it. You make the informed decision. At the very least, if you do not take the vaccine, use hand sanitizer, wear a mask, and you got to distance yourself from people. You know, people say, oh, but then I have no freedom. I can't be with my friends. I can't mingle. I ask you this. If you're in a grave six feet under... Are you going to be doing any mingling in the future? Only you can answer that question. So, America in Crisis. We are a podcast. Uh, My name is Jack Killian. And I have 30 years of public safety experience. And I've seen politicians from all administrations. And they're all liars, trust me. And they tell you when you're out there, don't say nothing to the public. Because it ruins their party. It pisses on their parade, so to speak. I don't know if we'll ever get through this. I hope we will. I wish everybody the best. I hope that anything that I do tell you doesn't panic you because I don't want to. But just give you the insight to open your eyes. To see what's going on in front of you. And it's very, very extremely disheartening. So this is episode number two. Of Many to Come, season one. Of America in Crisis. I will let you be the judge and the jury of what I said today in this episode. If none of it makes sense to you, fine. I'm not mad at you. If it all makes sense to you, fantastic. If you agree with me somewhat, fantastic. If you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, no matter what side you swing on when you listen to me, I welcome you. I thank you for your time that you take out of your day. You could be driving home now in the car and listening to me. The only thing I would ask is... If you really enjoy this, leave your comments. I'm going to be setting up an email for this uh, podcast and a Facebook group. It'll be entitled American Crisis. It'll be launched over the weekend, and I will give you the information when it is readily available. I would urge everyone that when I do set up the email address, if you have any comments, good or bad, or suggestions for a show, please let me know. Spread the word of this group to others, please. Share it. Share the word. At the very least, maybe it'll save someone's life either way. Maybe it'll get vaccinated. Maybe they won't by the research that they do on their own. Maybe it'll take COVID-19 a little bit more serious. I am not hoping for bad things to happen. I'm hoping for good things. But I haven't seen good things in a very long time. And that is sad. He's dead, Jim.
it's very sad. Share this platform on Facebook, Twitter, and Apple. And you can even just message it to people and get the word out. Thank you. Have a safe and pleasant weekend, people. I will be back on Monday with another talk show episode. And I will be giving you the truth because the truth lives here. This is America in Crisis. I am your host, Jack Killian, saying good night, America, wherever you are.